Hey, what's up, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. This is the Two Sticks Gaming Cafe uh, podcast, and uh, I am your host and owner of uh, Two Sticks, James Hills. Uh, Today, uh, I wanted to talk marketing. So, you know, again, if you didn't catch episode one, uh, I guess I'm going to talk about it a little bit here. Uh, I'm just documenting the um, process in uh, the startup, and I think that... um, It'd be good for me to reflect on, but also uh, just trying to put out some value there for anybody who's in the startup, um, you know, doing a little bit of brand building as well. So you can kind of see the uh, the inside of of uh, ground level all the way to um, opening day. So uh, marketing, I was sitting around and I was kind of just thinking about marketing in my own head. And I thought, well, why not just put it on the podcast? That was the whole point of it. Um, so the two things, I guess from the very, very beginning, because this is unscripted, these are just, um, little brain droppings that I have. I think I wanted to hire some people, um, for marketing, but then I thought when you're doing, you know, any startup, you got to pinch pennies. I mean, you got, you got to make a, uh, a, a penny work like a dollar, right? Um, so <laughs> I was trying to figure out what's the best way of going about it. I have studied marketing. Um, I have done some independent research, but uh, I would definitely admit that I'm naive compared to somebody who maybe has already been out there doing it, who is uh, maybe sitting on the degree, which um, you know I'm I'm on the fence about anyway. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, but that's a whole different story. So uh, the other thing is 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 interns. I'm so close to so many great colleges. Uh, one of them being KSU, Kennesaw State, um, which, by the way, anybody in the local area happen to be listening and you're looking to uh, intern and get in on the ground level, um, that'll be a big thing. One, uh, obviously, you get the credits towards your school. Two, uh, the real-life experience and being a part of the startup and just seeing things from that level, uh, gaining a great um, business sense and start building your business acumen. Uh, it'll be really good to get in on the ground level. But two... As we expand, you got in when price was cheap. And, uh, you know, as we get bigger and grow, because I know for a fact that uh, I'm going to dominate in this field. So uh, you definitely want to get in while the uh, while the ticket's still cheap. So, uh, you know, hit me up. You can hit me in the DMs. Uh, you can find me at 2SticksLLC, the number 2STXLLC on, I believe, Instagram and Twitter. And then it's just 2Sticks on uh, Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, hit me in the DM. You can email me at jhills at two sticks.com. Um, I'm sorry, that's jhills at two sticks.net. So marketing. A couple of ways I want to go about this is one, I just want to talk about the company, right? And from that, I think that we could just market that out. Uh, it, you know, it's a it's a twofer, right? You you have brand building, uh, but two you know, you're not trying to, I'm not trying to sell somebody on the idea of coming over and spending your money on me. I think I'm just trying to sell the idea of having an outlet within the community. Um, and I'm just trying to find a way of going about that where it doesn't seem like I'm trying to twist words around where it is what it is, right? We're a business and we want you to come spend money with us. But the whole purpose of the gaming cafe that we're going to be opening is mainly to get people to, to start breaking this this trend of um, 
of not being social. And I, I mean, that, that's a debate in itself. And I, I think we're getting really, really off topic here, but I think it's really important. It's not that you're not social. Like when you're gaming, you're talking to a lot of people, sometimes people all over the world. So I mean, some can argue that you're more social than ever. Um, so that's probably not the right way of saying it, but it's a human to human interaction. And we're, we're trying to uh, combat that with still giving you an outlet to do what you want to do in terms of, you know, gaming, but, uh, but also doing it in an environment that's going to uh, organically build on um, some of that human to human social um, behavior. So it's now taking that, and I guess we could just say it that way and clean it up a little bit, but putting that out in the uh, atmosphere and letting people know that it exists and it's there for you. So, you know, I think for me, the marketing is going to be a little bit different of um, not trying to bribe you to come down, but just to let you know that that there's a, a separate outlet there. Because I think once a gaming cafe opens, the gamers are going to just naturally gravitate to it because it's their thing, right? It's finally a place of their own. Um, so I think my marketing strategy is is going to be just completely around why we're here and what we're trying to accomplish. Um, so if you have any thoughts on that, love to hear them. Um, I don't know where this pod, where this podcast is reaching you. Uh, I think it's being distributed pretty much where all the major platforms are. I'm recording, of course, on Anchor, which uh, if you don't use, if you if you're a podcaster and you don't use Anchor, Anchor is really really user friendly. And it also helps with uh, distribution. Actually, it does it automatically. Um, you can choose the platforms you want to distribute your podcast on, and Anchor will do it for you. Um, and then there's a couple of different segments of marketing. One thing I thought about doing was filming like a um, something to put on YouTube, so be formatted in that way, of just like the day-to-day of the gaming cafe. So I think it's going to be interesting enough when you bring these characters and you guys know what I mean if you are gamers, these, these characters of all shapes and sizes, ages and, and you know, sex, that uh, you get them in one room kind of doing this thing. And people, one, people just have a competitive attitude. And I think um, it's going to be really interesting. It's going to have a, a, a dynamic to it that we're not used to seeing right now on YouTube. So it's not reality TV, but um, I think it just be really neat to just see like a day-to-day, like what's happening you know, and seeing these these individuals, some of the same people that you're playing with online, but just seeing how they interact and in, uh, live, it is uh, it's pretty interesting. It'd be similar to the whole point of why people use webcams when live streaming computer gaming, and uh, and obviously that that's kind of gotten a little a little far off because now it's just a bunch of like hot men and women, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? It's, just, it's how they're marketing, but it's just a bunch of uh, these these beautiful people who are, who are stealing attention by their looks, whether or not they're good at gaming or not. Um, and, uh, and it'll go for them. I mean, it works. I think that, um, if some of these people really wanted to get into business, there's a different way that they can go about it actually. Um, getting off topic, but, uh, but anyway, so, so the phenomena that that was of seeing the person and like watching them pick their nose or like, or just be beautiful, while seeing them gameplay is sort of the phenomenon I'm talking about in this instance. Uh, really, if you break, I mean, it's, it's actually about this. It's, it's the same thing. It's the same concept. So 
we know it works. It's been, uh, it's been field tested. So, um, these are just some of the, kind of some of the things that are going through my head currently, you know, I've thought a lot about marketing and these different, and these different avenues, how I'm going to market, um, utilizing social media, um, taking, uh, creative, um, creative content and that, you know, you could split it up. If you make one great video, maybe like a 30 to 45 second video of marketing out what the gaming cafe is, you can actually strip that down. Um, one, it can be an audio form, so you can tag it on the beginning or the end of any of the podcasts that I put out. So no matter what we're talking about, you know, just BSing guest hosts, it'd just be like a, a short little clip that we can kind of just snip it and put it um, inside of the podcast. But also, you can take this 30, 45 second video, and because of how short it is, it's friendly with Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, things like that. Um, and then, of course, you know, when you market, the, the real cool thing about how, so Facebook and Instagram specifically, but you can do it on Twitter, um, but the platforms that are, are really friendly in this area are those two. And what's really interesting is when you create these ads, um, you can market so not only a demographic, which we all know, if, you, if you've even played around with Facebook, you've seen that you can post something and market it to a demographic, right? People of your age, um, white, female, black male, like whatever you wanted to do, you can, you can kind of get it really, really narrow. But they also have the ability to market to, to a specific area. So forget interests. Well, you can even just get down to your local area. So it's, it's really, really neat, uh, some of the capabilities there, and that people don't take advantage of that is uh, beyond me. You know, I just drove past a billboard the other day on my way home from work for a restaurant. And uh, <laughs> the only reason why I even noticed the billboard, because if you really stop and think about it, how many billboards do you pass by on your daily and you don't even acknowledge the billboard? Uh, that's a wasted six, $8,000 or whatever the, the going rate is right now. But uh, I happen to notice this billboard because it's a restaurant that I happen to enjoy. And I saw this billboard and it's probably been there for months. I have no idea. But uh, but I saw this billboard and it says, uh, in Kennesaw, exit, whatever. And I had to think for a second. It says, that is not beneficial whatsoever. One, I don't know where I am in relation to Kennesaw. And, you know, you memorize your route so like there's no need to memorize the exits. So I had to like I had to consciously pay attention to my surroundings to figure out like where I am in relation to that billboard. Um, just out of curiosity, I thought I even cared. I, I just think, you know, I don't want to say it's completely dead, but I think advertising on that level is 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 pretty much dead. So um marketing's gotta be done through social media, but it's gotta be tasteful because you and I both hate ads. I hate ads, and the reason why I hate ads is 99.9% of the time, the ads that are coming up, uh, because you know, a lot of them are like cookie-based, some of them are just like generic and random, um, maybe some of them are marketed, some people are out there who are just, who are marketing to like interests and things like that, that you've posted on your, uh, on your social media, um, but the problem is, is, they don't relate to me, just because I've been searching and liking things about steak. Um, doesn't mean that I need to see a Ruth's Chris ad. Um, one that's wasted money on your end because the, you're paying like, I think what Facebook charges like 
three cents a hit. I don't, I don't remember, but um, it's it's wasted. But for me, it's just frustrating. And when you see these types of ads, and just like generic ads, the other day I saw an ad for uh, um, what was it called? Silver singles for uh, for people who are sixty five and over. I'm thirty, right? So like when you start to see, then 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 you become mind numb to them. That even if there was an ad that was moderately um, appealing to you on a normal day, you're mind numb to it. You're just going to scroll past those ads or the ads that are, that are being played, like video ads that are being played at the beginning, middle, or end of a YouTube video. Or now even I'm seeing on Facebook, a Facebook video will get interrupted with a, uh, a commercial ad now. Um, I know how frustrating that is. So it's not just creative content creative and the meaning that it's got to be something that is uh, uh, entertaining, um, one that's going to be appealing to the market that I'm advertising to, um, and it's got to be something that's unique in itself, something that no one else is doing, not just the generic, like we see the ads about, um, like, buy my book. Every video ad is the same. It's this guy or, or gal, traditionally guys, though, who are well-dressed, and they're walking past a very nice house or they're walking alongside a very big swimming pool or they're in their garage and there's like this fancy Lamborghini or something. And they're saying, haven't you thought about being an entrepreneur? Wouldn't you like to make an extra $10,000 a month? Uh, Haven't you thought about killing the real estate game? And they will talk. I'm so-and-so and I made this much money. And this is, I give you my 10 steps. Here's my book. It's all the same, right? It's all the same. So, um, so creative in that form, contextual, contextual is super important there because why am I seeing a video about real estate when it, I, I have no, at least right now anyway, I've, I've got no interest or thought about real estate. Um, so I, the, the content itself has to be contextual to who you're marketing to. I mean, there's really a science to it. Um, it's science or math, I guess it's all based on algorithms and, but the tools, the, the beautiful thing about social media is the tools that are, they're already there available to you. So for anybody who is not utilizing this, you've got to do like 15 minutes of research. I mean, if there's YouTube videos on how to build YouTube videos, um, it's, everything's out there for you, but, uh, you really gotta look into it because you can get really, really narrow. And the $300 that you're spending on Facebook ads, you can make sure that they're touching the 3,000 people who who would have who would have not otherwise seen you, but who have general interest in what you're trying to pitch. I think another thing that's important there is sales. I think that we've been conditioned, and this is since the 90s. This is a generation uh, before me. We've been conditioned to know and feel a sales pitch before the pitch even starts. So now, for some of you who are trying to sell a product or service, you've got to get really, really creative. Um, I guess we're getting away from my stuff, but uh, but just to be helpful, you've got to be really, really creative on how you're going to go about asking for people's attention. Um, I don't think that the, the old school way of... Uh, let me give you a piece of the pie, but you have to buy the rest of the pie. I don't know that that works. 
Um, I don't want to go down too far down that rabbit hole. It's not what I wanted to talk about. But for me, I am selling a service. But I think it's a service that's going to sell itself. The gaming industry being the biggest industry and the largest growth over the last two decades. I think the industry sells itself. The work there is done for me. Um, I think the only thing I have to do is provide value uh, through entertainment. And I can do that through marketing. So uh, it's, it's all really interesting things to think about. And it's just a matter of going back to the very first step. How do I want to go about it? The money that I would have otherwise spent in advertising if I was just Joe Schmo trying to advertise for my restaurant and I'm putting it on the uh, a 30 second ad run in your theaters or buying the $6,000 billboard or sending out the, um, the value pack coupons that come every month, um, repurposing that in something that's going to make sense. Uh, no offense to you guys, but um, that's the thought. But here I have an opportunity to even save more money by doing something by doing something either by myself, uh, but then the quality of the product that's being put out maybe is not the best. So would that be wasted? Not so much wasted. Nothing is wasted as long as you're talented or you're doing the right thing. Um, it just may take longer to reach the target audience. Um, but I think there's a you can go about it in a sharper way, and it's just a matter of you know, capitalizing on that. So, uh, you know, do you hire a third-party marketing source? Uh, do you do it internally? Um, do you do it through interns, which I think, I think ultimately that's the way to go because, uh, as you could tell, I'm in the business of helping people. So although they're going to be helping me, there's going to be so much value that I can provide an intern, um, and, and these different places that they would have not seen otherwise, you know, going to intern at some big company or, um, going to intern, with uh, a company who's not going to allow you to be creative uh, really doesn't do you any good. And I'm going to be able to show this person uh, the inside workings of a business and really, really track um, some of the KPIs, some of the ROIs of how the marketing actually works, um, if the marketing is working. So uh, I really feel like that's the way I'm going to go. I kind of just wanted to uh, talk myself through that, but uh, um, it was it was fun, distracting, but fun to do it on the podcast. So anyway, if you have any thoughts, uh, you know, anything, just hit us up. You can always do it uh, through a hashtag, uh, Two Sticks Podcast, um, and uh, maybe it'll be featured on the next time uh, I do one of these. I'm going to try to get it down to weekly, um, as I do currently run a full-time job. And will be running a full-time job, hopefully, in perpetuity. But I think uh, at the at the ideal situation, um, I'm going to be so busy in the business that uh, hopefully I wouldn't have to maintain a full-time job. That's probably a good podcast for another day on the strategy around that. But I'm going to go ahead and cut it off here, guys. Uh, really appreciate you listening. Definitely hit me up. Give me some feedback. Let's talk about it. Create a discussion, especially if you're local to the Atlanta area, specifically Woodstock, Canton, Ackworth, Kennesaw. 
Uh, would definitely love to get your thoughts and opinions as uh, we're going to be in your backyard. We're going to be part of your community. Uh, so it is crucial. It's crucial that I cater what we're going to do towards what's important for you guys. So, um, you know, it's not just uh, me and my thoughts and opinions. Uh, it's definitely going to be a, uh, a collective collaboration um, of people around. Uh, I have a poll right now up on uh, Twitter, if you haven't seen it, of uh, some of the most important things that are that need to be in your local gaming cafe. So uh, definitely check that out. Things will be running for another day or two. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and just wrap it up here. As always, really appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Uh, lots of love. And, um, and we'll talk to you in uh, a week. What's up, everybody? Uh, it's uh, me, you know the voice, your host, James Hills. This is the Two Sticks Gaming Cafe podcast. And today, just recording some of my truths. Um, you're going to get some background noise. I'm kind of just walking around outside the house, getting my thoughts together. Just got to bear with me here. So, uh, just thinking, you know, obviously starting a business, super important. This is going to be the new life. And, uh, goes without saying that uh, you got to minimize your bills. That's a smart way of doing things. It's really the only way to do things. So uh, pretty close here to having all of my debt paid off, uh, with the exception, of course, my student loans, which I got about three years left on those things. Not too bad. Get close. That's an expensive bill every month. Um, And I'm a big car guy for anybody who's listening to this podcast and doesn't know me personally. Big car guy. And uh, a couple of years ago, I traded in two vehicles to get a Corvette. So I rolled over some negative equity into a Corvette. So I'm upside down in the Corvette. And uh, thinking here, I'm going to get rid of the Corvettes, the most practical thing to do. Uh, it's a bummer. I do like the car. Um, and it is my uh, my only manual car right now. It's a Corvette Z06. Um, I'd done some work with it, uh, my brother and I, uh, years ago before I'd gotten injured. Um, so uh, it's a great car. I love the car pushing like 422 to the wheels, which is, uh, you know, those are pretty good numbers, but I'm going to get rid of the vet. Um, right now it is broken. My brother's helping me because uh, I've got a bad back right now. Um, I'm thinking that's going to be up and running. I mean, it runs, um, but I have a code and, uh, so nobody's going to take the car with the code or at least not for the price that it should go for. So we're gonna get the code fixed this week. Um, I'm optimistic. Uh, it's going down to, uh, this local, Corvette tuning shop. Um, anyway, so once that happens, I'm going to get to my buddy down at Alpha Detailing. If you uh, listen to any of my other podcasts, I have another podcast called uh, With the Salesman, where I talk uh, sales and leadership management, things like that. Um, uh, I talk about Alpha Detailing. A uh, good friend of mine, Kevin Ledford, great guy located here in Georgia. Um, he does a, he has like a premium detail shop, works on exotics and classics, things of that nature. So I'm going to get the vet to him. We're going to polish it up, take some pictures. We're going to post it. Ideally, I'd like to get the car sold before the end of April. Today is the 10th. Um, so I think that's a pretty good timeline. People are going to be looking for nice sports cars. The weather's getting nice here in Georgia. Um, it's a good car, low mileage, got some work done to it. I think the car should sell quick if I'm willing to let it go for um, reasonable numbers. You know, I've got a number in my head that I know it won't sell for. You know, Those are like impractical numbers. But uh, nonetheless, cars gonna go. I got two offers at a dealership. One was 13, one was 15. You know, of course, because they got to look at resale value. I think ideally the car should sell for 
17, 17, 5. Um, other examples of it do sell for like 19s, 20, 21s, like mint. My car is not mint. It was a daily driver. It needs new tires. I don't want to invest the money to the tires. So uh, anyway, yeah, so that car's going to go. Um, so that's a bummer. And then I have, a, I have another car. It's going to be my daily. I think it'll be okay just keeping that car. It's a, it's a newer car. It's a 17. So, of course, I still have a loan on it. Um, not upside down in it, though. So, you know, the other thought was I could trade both cars in. One car will come out clean. The vet, I'm going to have to roll over some negative equity um, into another car. So I go from two cars to one, which doesn't sound like the best thing to do. But actually, um, I've run the numbers and actually I'll come out ahead because if nothing else, if nothing else, um, I'm going to be saving on the uh, insurance every month. So uh, so I do come out ahead. Just kind of things that are going through my head right now. I'm thinking once the vet sells this April, again, ideally, um, then I can move forward. Uh, I was talking to a couple of business friends of mine. The I think the thing is to get a business loan if the interest rate is right. I think that's the way I'm going to go. I wanted to start the business on my own dime, but uh, I just think I'm going to need too much in startup costs. The economy's going uh, bad. Um, you know, I think I don't know if we're going to go full blown like depression, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, I for sure think that we're going to go into recession, which is not as bad as it sounds. A lot of people hear recession and, uh, you know, we hit the panic button. We actually go into a recession every couple of years statistically. Um, I don't know if you, you know, people pay attention to it, but you know, one way to, to spot it is, you know, you see like the milk prices go up. You see the gas prices go up. It'll stay that way for six, eight months. The economy does go into recession more often. Then it goes into like a full-blown like market crash like we experienced in 2008 and 2001 uh, for some of you who may have been uh, old enough to remember those times. So um, definitely recession. And I think it's going to be in recession for, you know, and, and these are just arbitrary thoughts because, you know, who am I? What do I know? But, you know, a little bit that I do know and uh, some of the experts and things. You know, so a year, right? Let's call it a year, whatever, give or take a few months, whatever. Um so I want to make sure that I'm going to be able to survive through those times. So if I start on my own dime and, you know, and I plan on working, like I had probably mentioned before, I don't know, I can't keep track of these things, but, uh, um, I could probably survive, you know, as we go through the startup, you know, you're going to have the, the trials and tribulations of, um, you know, trying to get people in your doors. And so, I mean, things are going to be tough and I'm thinking I can sustain through that, but when the economy gets real bad and people are going to have uh, less money for the leisure activities, I have to make sure I'm going to be around for that. Long story short, I think the small business loan is going to be the way to go as long as we can get the interest rate right, which I don't see why that would be a problem. Um, so knock on wood here. Um, we're pretty close. We're pretty close. Uh, so it's a bummer. But you know, these are some of the things, you know, if, if you're listening to this podcast and like some of the things that are going through your mind are probably or, or maybe uh, you know, starting a business of your own. Um, these are some of the things that you got to think about if you're not thinking about them already. you got to be practical. Um, and, and that's, that's just the hard part because the last nine, 10 years have been like a bull market. You know, we've had exposable, disposable, <laughs> disposable income. And, uh, so, you know, some of us, if we've been around long enough, like I have to have, you know, been working and experiencing the 2008 crash. Um, sometimes we even lose sight at how hard things are going to get. Things are going to get really, really hard. So, you know, that, now that gets magnified when you're starting a business, 
because you're trying to survive on your own and then trying to maintain this business. So uh, these are all real things. So uh, definitely say, if that is your reason for listening to this podcast, um, you know, lots of things to, to be aware of on top of all the other things that might be going on in your own personal life, right? The things that are things that are relative to you specifically. So uh, just, you know, coming on here and, you know, like I said, I was walking around and these things are going through my mind. So I just wanted to uh, document my own truths as I go through uh, this process. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just kill it here. Appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Any feedback, definitely reach out to me on social media. I'm using a hashtag, Two Sticks Gaming Cafe, 2STX Gaming Cafe. Um, use that hashtag. You can ask your questions. I check on it uh, pretty frequently, um, and maybe I can answer your questions on the next podcast. So uh, appreciate it, guys, and uh, guys and gals, and um, I'll talk to you soon.